Hi, everyone, and welcome to another great episode of AUSU's Open Mic Podcast, brought to you by the Athabasca University Students' Union. Whether you are a brand new at AU or have been an AU student for years, I truly believe today's podcast is going to be extremely valuable and informative for every student at Athabasca University. Have you ever wondered who the folks are behind the scenes providing leadership to your AU program areas, more specifically to your faculty members, making program-related decisions, providing expertise on curriculum development, generally overseeing the management and well-being of each of the faculty areas within AU? Today's your podcast. Today, I'm joined by an esteemed group of AU academic leaders who are tasked with providing leadership to the four academic faculties within the Athabasca University. Please welcome to the podcast, in no particular order, Manajay Manani, who is the Dean of Faculty of Humanities and Social Sciences. We've got Stephen Johnson, who is the Interim Dean of the Faculty of Health Disciplines. We also have Lisa Watson, who is the Dean of the Faculty of Business, and Shauna Zenteno, who is the Dean of Faculty of Science and Technology. Welcome, all of you. Thanks, Thanks, Jody. I was looking at Steve. Thanks, Jody. Thank you, Jody. Yeah, so I don't know how this happened, but somehow we managed to to get all of you on the podcast at the same time, which is not an easy feat, uh, considering that it's summer and many of you are probably taking time off before the fall season kicks off here at AU. So uh, firstly, thank thank you for all of you for making time to participate on, uh, on the podcast today. We're thrilled to have you here speaking on behalf of your program areas. And uh, welcome and thank you. And I, I was making a joke before we started the podcast today that, you know, how often do the four of you actually get in a meeting today? And, you know, the answer was, uh, yeah, we're in meetings all the time. And uh, Shauna, you were saying like, like, you guys are connecting with each other weekly, if not daily. That's right. Um, if I may, I'll go ahead and say, I think I speak for everyone in saying that um, we're a really close group of, of people. Um, we really enjoy each other's company. We really rely on each other and trust each other, and um, which is really important in this role. And uh, we have a lot of fun together. So that's fantastic. And I think AU students would like to know the fact that you know the the folks that are leading and providing leadership to these uh, program areas. The fact that there's so much collaboration there, I think uh, it feels good. It, it, it's nice to know that the people behind the scenes are enjoying working together and, and kind of working towards that same vision. So one of the things that we want to touch on here today is, again, this overarching idea uh, of why we're here. Uh, one of the events that we're going to be hosting later this fall, well, specifically on September 7th, the AU Students Union will be hosting a special event. It's called Welcome Week by AUSU. Uh, this event is for all AU students, while at the same time, we're kind of focusing in on new AU students. We're just starting out on their AU journey. Uh, we'll have a number of guests joining us for the event that promises to get students started out on the right foot. Um, I think everybody can agree, you know, sometimes the AU journey can be a lonely one. And our hope is that, that this event will put some faces to names within the AU community uh, and really provide the foundation for all students to have an amazing experience while attending AU and completing their post-secondary education. Again, we're going to have a bunch of people coming in and having, you know, some guests do a welcome. Uh, we're going to have some fun. We're also going to have some student tips, uh, talking a little bit about financial aid. We're going to be talking about accessibility and really trying to, 
you know, gather up information for what AU students would need to know at the beginning of their uh, AU journey. And so a big part of this podcast today is about presenting you with uh, four individuals that are a big part of that journey, whether you know it or not. And a lot of it might happen behind the scenes, uh, but to have the, the four faculty deans with us today, we're absolutely thrilled. So briefly did a quick uh, guest introduction here. Uh, maybe your name, uh, I know we've already kind of thrown out your title, but maybe where you're from, uh, where you went to post-secondary and how long you've been at AU. Yeah, thanks Jody. Um, yeah, so my name is Steve Johnson. Um, and again, yeah, I'm in an interim role as Dean of the Faculty of Health Disciplines. Um, so I'm, I'm from the 306. I'm a Ryder fan. I'm from Saskatchewan. Um, so I bleed green. I went to the University of Saskatchewan um, for my undergraduate degree in human nutrition. And I followed that up by a master's degree also in human nutrition uh, at the U of S. Uh, after that, I worked for a uh, contract research organization in Saskatoon in pharmaceuticals, and I did that for three years. And then an opportunity arose for me at the University of Alberta and to complete my PhD. And so made the journey to Edmonton, um, and I completed my PhD. Then I completed two postdoctoral fellowships at the University of Alberta after that. And then uh, I began working with a research group at the University of Alberta as a research associate until roughly 14 years ago when I was hired on at uh, AU. Um, and so I, I began as an assistant professor um, teaching, uh, completing research and my service work for roughly 12 of those 14 years. And then I moved into a leadership position as program director for our Master of Health Studies and Nursing Generalist program in the faculty. And then uh, within the last two years, I became uh, the Associate Dean Research and graduate programs in our faculty. And that was a new position that was started for our faculty. Um, and then shortly after that, uh, I was appointed to this interim role. So uh, I've been, yeah, at AU for almost 14 years. What a journey, congratulations. And I can also say I'm also in the 306. So you and I are apparently neighbors and we didn't even know it. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm straight north of Lloydminster at Sandy Beach Lake. Okay. And, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, always great to have another uh, another individual from Saskatchewan hanging out on the podcast. I love it. That's awesome. Oh, that sounds good. Thank you very much, Jody. Um, yeah, I'll go ahead and jump in. Um, as as Jody mentioned, I'm Dr. Shauna Zanteno. I'm the dean of the Faculty of Science and Technology. I have been for three years. Um, I was born and raised in central Alberta in the country, <laughs> and um, which I actually enjoyed very much. Um, and actually, um, I had an opportunity when I was 
in just finishing grade 12, my grade 12 year, I had an opportunity to um, participate in a rotary exchange program. So I lived in Brazil my first year out of high school. I didn't go straight into university. And at the time, I um, was very interested in travel and public relations and international relations. And so I actually did not go into science right away. I actually went into um, completing a Bachelor of Arts in Political Science and um, at the University of Calgary. And after about, I guess, two years into the program, I really realized, thinking back, how much I love biology. I was always good in biology and always had a real curiosity for, for biology. And I also used to read a lot about female scientists. And so I actually switched my major and I completed a Bachelor of Science degree in Cellular, Molecular and Microbial Biology at the University of Calgary. Yeah, retained a little bit of the arts in, and completed a minor in English which I think is was probably a good choice considering how much we write. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I completed my undergrad degree. And as I was completing that, I was really intrigued by research. And I started to ask a lot of questions about research. And I wasn't sure I wanted to go to medical school or what my path would be in. So um, I was given some really good advice from one of my TAs that suggested I um, you know, approach some supervisors and do an undergraduate student research project. And essentially, that's what I did. And I never left. So <laughs> I actually transitioned from that into doing, um, I didn't do a master's. And often in science, we do a straight through PhD program that's five years long, and it's an accelerated program. Okay. So I did the accelerated five-year PhD program at the University of Calgary. I was in the Faculty of Medicine in the Department of Microbiology, Immunology, and Infectious Diseases. So I completed my PhD at that time, and I can't help but think all the stories that surround all my graduate years and the fact that I uh, gave birth to my first child and went back and had to finish and defend my, my PhD three months later. <laughs> But yeah. that's probably for another day. Um, I was working then in a, I completed a postdoctoral fellowship in the bacterial pathogenesis research group and became a research associate as well. And that's at the time that I heard about the position at AU. And AU, um, I didn't know a lot about it, AU at the time, but, but knew it was a good position. It was tenure tracked. And I had some advice from my supervisor to, to look into it. And I'm very grateful I was hired for the role. And what I've learned at AU has been incredible. And the people I've worked with, it's really opened my eyes to the mission of AU. And so I, I quickly started becoming in addition to research and teaching, which I'm passionate about, I, I started to become really interested in administration. So I was the program director for the Bachelor of Science Human Science program. And also uh, after that, I was the chair of the Center for Science. I then took a term, I applied to and took a term as the vice dean of um, operations in the faculty of graduate studies, which I enjoyed very, very much. 
Um, and then at that point, um, the position became open for the Dean Faculty of Science and Technology, and, and I was the successful candidate and just having a really good time with the faculty. And I've known them for years, so that's wonderful. So as, as you said, my name is Manu Gemanani. I am the Dean in the Faculty of Humanities and Social Sciences. I'm also a professor of comparative literature, full professor of literary studies. Um, I am Iranian-Canadian living in Edmonton on Treaty 6 territory and go by the pronouns she, her. As for my academic um, past, um, I did my PhD at the University of Alberta, did my undergraduate de degree and master's degree back in Iran at Shaibeshti University and the University of Tehran. And then um, I've been with AU for um, slightly over 16 years now. Uh, I was hired as assistant professor of English um, in the Center for Humanities within the faculty back in 2007. And then uh, academically, I was promoted to um, associate professor back in 2010 and full professor in 2018. Uh, so that takes care of uh, the academic routes and promotion. Uh, with respect to uh, my administrative experience, I've pretty much served in every academic administrative position and role at AU that you can think of. I've been center chair, acting program director, associate dean, acting dean, and now dean since um, exactly two years ago uh, today uh, or this month, uh, to be more um, accurate. So um, as I said, my undergrad degree is in English, master's in English, PhD in world literature. For my uh, doctoral research, I looked at two literary giants, one Jalaluddin Rumi, the uh, Persian uh, Sufi uh, poet, and uh, John Donne, the English metaphysical poet of the 16th century. And so that's me, and I am looking forward to the remainder of the conversation. Thanks so much, Jody. Uh, so I am Dr. Lisa Watson. Um, you can make as much fun of that name as you possibly like. Uh, <laughs> Dean of the Faculty of Business. Uh, I'm also Associate Professor of Marketing, so my research area is consumer psychology. Uh, so the one thing I think you need to know about me, I had no intention or ever had an expectation that I was going to become an academic, let alone a dean at an academic institution. Okay. Um, I, <laughs> I spent my first 29 years in Ottawa. And I was on the unceded lands of the Algonquin Nations. And I did my first two degrees at Carleton University, uh, both in business. Uh, I then moved on to Australia for five years to do my PhD at Bond University, which is on the Gold Coast and the traditional lands of the Kambamari people, uh, before heading back to Canada. Uh, I then got my first full-time academic job at University of Regina, so another 306 girl. I spent 16 years there on Treaty 4 territory before starting yes. at AU, and I just started in January 2022. So I'm the new kid on the block, definitely. Uh, wow. I've been work on Treaty 7 territory in Airdrie, actually now. So, so in terms of the career path, uh, again, I was 
finishing up my bachelor's degree and I got a call from a professor saying, have you ever thought about doing a master's? I'm like, well, I don't have a job. Why not? Uh, and then when I was coming to the end of my master's, one of my professors I was working with as a research assistant said, have you ever thought about doing a PhD? And I'm like, I'm not falling for that again. I'm going to go get a real job. And then he told me I could do my PhD on a beach in Australia. So I thought, oh, okay, well, that <laughs> sounds pretty good too. Uh, and, and so it went. And when I got to University of Regina, I think it's, it's quite typical of female academics. I did a lot of academic service work. I sat on a lot of committees. Um, and in informal roles, I guess I was very much like managing. I touched almost every corner of that university and I really had a good understanding of how it worked. Uh, so I got a job as an associate dean in grad studies, which is actually the first time I met Shauna was at a was at a conference related to grad studies. Then I got an associate deanship in business. Uh, and then my dean said, Lisa, why aren't you a dean? Uh, you know, you're really good at this stuff and you teach me things every day. So so why yeah. don't you and do and do good things? And uh, I think our, our mission at University of Regina was as one who serves. And I, I really took that to heart. And it was very deep thing for me. So when I found out that AU was looking at Canada's open university, uh, I, I couldn't think of anywhere else I'd want to be. Uh, and I've been delighted to be here ever since. I love it. I love it. Uh, you certainly don't come across as the new person. I know we've done a lot of work with you, Lisa, and it's always been an absolute pleasure. Uh, it kind of feels like you've, uh, you know, been on the team for a long time. Oh, thank um, you. One of the things that I can't help but think about just hearing about all these career journeys of these aspirations that the four of you have had is it really feels like this accumulation of, of a career you know you know landing uh, in the role of a dean which is really uh, yes it's an academic position it's a leadership position um, but would, would you all agree even just by you know saying yes or maybe no like does this kind of feel like it's an accumulation of a lot of things that kind of land a person in a dean's role versus, you know, what I'm I'm just going to go to school and then I'm going to become a dean. It kind of feels like it's, it's a little bit more than that. Yes. <laughs> I'll jump in and say yes. Uh, may I add that Lisa said a very key word um, in her introduction, and that was service. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, that just completely resonates with me. And I come from a family of people that have spent a lot of time in service. And um, I think as you accumulate, it's a journey. And so as you accumulate this, this knowledge, but also um, just the passion of working with other people and being able to serve students, um, I think drives us uh, further into these roles. Yeah, I love that. I appreciate that comment as well. I mean, um, I think all four of you could probably uh, relate to that for sure. Nice. No, I think that's nice. I think for a lot of a lot of students, they're like, well, what does it mean? What do they do? And um, I think, you know, kind of getting this out of the way is nice because it kind of just gives us the foundation of, you know, some of the other questions that we've got here. Let's get to know your faculties a little bit more. And Stephen, I'm going to start with you. Talk to us a little bit about a trending hot topic that's in your faculty for 2023, really just to kind of give us a snapshot about something that's really trending uh, in your world right now. Sure. Thanks, Jody. Uh, well, there's quite a few. I think, you know, as a leader, as manager, as, as articulated in, in my role and within our faculty is to think about um, the healthcare system 
and the state of our healthcare system um, post COVID. Um, there were obviously a lot of stresses on the healthcare healthcare system. Um, and so for us as a faculty, not only are we looking at potentially trying to, you know, strengthen, um, our graduates in terms of numbers, um, but also to prepare them for a system that's different than the prior to COVID. Um, and so not only being able to, uh, find employment, but to sustain employment in a, in a system that's, that, that needs some changes. So that's, that's quite a hot topic for our faculty right now. Um, I guess one of the other things for us that we've been focusing on too is indigenizing uh, our programming um, and addressing the TRC calls to action within health. Those are 18 to 24. Um, And we're looking at um, pathways for indigenous um, learners to come through our program, be that through their own communities um, and stay within their own communities, particularly in Alberta but looking yeah. at other pathways, um, even across the country. Yeah. Fantastic. Those are, I mean, those are big topics. I mean, coming out of the pandemic specifically as it relates to health disciplines, I can only imagine uh, how challenging that would have been for you. Um, Lisa, let's come over to you. And, and again, uh, just looking for some trending hot topics uh, from the faculty of business. Sure. Uh, I would say the two that were really focusing the most on and seeing the most success in, and that I think you're going to see over the next several years, not just this coming year, are sustainability and digital transformation. Uh, so in terms of obviously, you know, we're in the middle of a huge climate crisis with wildfires happening all over. We've got many, yeah. many experts in the area of social entrepreneurship, uh, sustainable cities, uh, where there's some really, really exciting things going on. And it's kind of built into several of our classes. You're not just going to see the sustainability class, but you'll see that theme and those those topics throughout the different courses that we offer. And the same with digital transformation. It's not just that we're teaching it, but it's that we're living it. And one of the most exciting courses we have in business is actually our capstone course, uh, and it's called our virtual co-op, uh, and it's AI-driven. So you get to run into a whole three or four different workplace simulations where it's like you're in there and working and making decisions uh, in a real-life business that's based off of a real-life work situation. So it's way more interesting than you know photocopying and getting people coffee, uh, a lot more yeah. meaningful, uh, and, and we'll be building more and more of those different options and availabilities in terms of experiential uh, opportunities into our courses for our students. Yeah, thanks, Lisa. I know that we've been talking a lot about AI. Maybe I'll say challenges and opportunities. So maybe it shouldn't surprise me that much that the faculty of business is really embracing AI and learning how to incorporate that into your into your programming and curriculum. So um, really cool things you guys are working on. Thank you, Manager. Let's go over to you. And and again, same question. Just uh, you know, one or two hot topics that are happening uh, in your faculty. Thank you so much, Jody. So um, the Faculty of Humanities and Social Sciences is the largest faculty at AU. We offer close to half of the total courses that AU offers, close to 500 courses. We have 20... 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's really large. Um, twenty one around twenty one undergraduate programs, nine graduate programs. So there's a lot that's going on across the faculty it's various programs undergrad and grad but uh, for us too uh, we um, we started in FHSs to indigenize our curricula about um, was it in uh, 2018 that we started with our, with our, our heritage resources management program and other programs have been following suit um, we are very earnest in our response to TRC calls to action. And uh, basically the, I would say the uh, trendiest of topics now in our faculty is the development of two indigenous research methodology courses, one undergrad, one grad. Um, the development is uh, close to completion. There are modules in the courses that cater to the needs of students um, across faculties at AU. And we are hoping to send these courses to production um, in the next um, few weeks. Um, and uh, as, as um, Lisa was saying, sustainability and uh, climate action, affordable housing, um, uh, tackling poverty are all major topics, themes in faculty research and courses that we offer. And of course, EDI, equity, diversity, inclusion, um, and we, we are very serious um, ab about making sure we are addressing these issues in programs and not just in programs such as women's and gender studies but across the board so uh, a lot's going on and a lot of good work is being done by faculty and researchers in FHSS. No, no doubt. Um, Dalib Sharma, um, what's hot, uh, hot topics that are happening uh, in science and technology? Okay, well, thank you, Jody, and thanks to everyone else. It's really interesting to listen to everybody. I um, one thing that I should tell you a little bit about is is the Faculty of Science and Technology. We are comprised of three academic centers. If students don't know that, and so that's the Natural Sciences or the Center for Science, the School of Computing and Information Systems, and the Royal Architecture Institute of Canada Center for Architecture. It's a really nice uh, combination of disciplines that we have. And so we are very busy with all of the activities that come out of that. We serve about 12,000 students per year in FST, over about 200 courses and a number of programs. Nice. Our hot topics right now, yeah, um, one of the things we're really focused on right now is really doing a deep dive into um, trying to create some agility around our courses and having looking at currency of our courses, as well as how we're assessing our students. Just really a cycle of continuous improvement to make sure that our students are, are uh, having engaging re and relevant courses. That's a big topic for us. Another big one is um, understanding our place um, within communities and with the university and with our location. And so what I'm referring to there is that we have strengths in both place-based and digital-based research. And so what we are really hoping to build is 
kind of a research hub, Jody, um, in uh, the Athabasca main campus. We already have facilities there, but we're trying to create a real strength there from which people can go out in terms of um, serving their research programs. And we've got a number of them in the oil sands um, with Indigenous communities in the north, um, in and around, you know, all of the natural sciences and computing. And so we've got some outstanding researchers in FST and it's really about how we go forward on solving some of these complex global problems that have been mentioned by other deans. So we have a big focus on research in our faculty and extending that opportunity to students as well. Um, and then our third, I, if I can add a third, is really about new yeah, programs, sure. new programs and skill development. Um, we've incorporated work integrated learning. Um, we've already had a lot of it, but we've incorporated more, but we've got Two new programs on the docket I would tell you about. The first is would be Canada's first online Master of Architecture program, which is going to open in January 2024. We're really excited about that. We also have a new Master of Earth System Science program that is sitting with the government of Alberta and hopefully very close to approval. Um, again, I, I could go on and on about AI. We have a lot of strengths in that area as well. Um, we are, we've been contributing to the Artificial Intelligence Pathways Project in the province of Alberta. And um, yeah, a lot of great, yeah, it's all about the students and giving them those opportunities, Jody, in research and courses and skill development. That's what we're here for. And yeah, and it doesn't surprise me that you guys would have, you know, your hand into the AI conversation as well. The one thing that stands out to me is the work integrated learning um, I'm a huge fan of work integrated learning. I know that a lot of our executives are, are huge fans. Um, I happen to be a graduate of McEwen University and I had the opportunity to have work integrated learning. It literally set me up for my first job after graduation. And so there, there was so, such a cool opportunity to, like, how do students integrate their learning into the real world? And, and, and for me personally, I, I really thrived in that environment. So. Um, whenever I hear of program areas kind of looking to facilitate those opportunities, I just, I, I get chills because I had such a great experience with it. So if we were to shift the conversation slightly, and what I'm thinking about here is I, I want to keep that new student in mind. Um, somebody who's coming to AU for the first time, they're coming, uh, they're basically just being an, accepted into your faculty for the first time. You know, what would they need to know? before starting that academic journey. And understanding that this advice might be program specific. So um, if you were to kind of think of one thought um, and, you know, manager, I'm probably gonna to come to you first, so I'll buy you a little bit of time here. But if you had one thought to sort of give to a new student uh, coming into your faculty, something that would really benefit them, what would that be? For sure, Jody, great question. So I would say, uh, to any new students, to all current students, not to be shy to reach out when they are when they when they have questions. When you have questions, yeah. you know, contact contact your tutor. Contact find out who your course coordinator is. Um, you know, uh, there's always help. We are, as Shauna was saying, we are here for you, right? So you don't have 
to um, deal with a question or a problem uh, that you have uh, encountered in your studies or anything um, related to your learning journey, do reach out. We are here to help you, help you. We are here for you. Start with your tutor. Find out who your course coordinator is. Reach out to the dean directly, you know, if, if there's ah. something that uh, you want to discuss with them. And, um, you know, we can, based on the question, we can uh, look at it as deans, you know, refer you to somebody who with expertise to help you out. So we're here for you. Don't be shy. Don't be a stranger. <laughs> That's great advice. And I think even at the beginning, we were talking about how sometimes this AU experience can be lonely. So being able to reach out and understand who's in the community that can, you know, be a part of that student success is really important. So I appreciate that. Yeah, thanks, Jody. And, and you know, I, I can echo Manage's um, points as well as, you know, communicating either with uh, instructors, with faculty members, with our amazing administrative teams who are... Yeah incredibly dedicated to student success. That would be key. I guess um, in terms of our programming, um, our students are, are, are a bit different in a way in that they're, they're older. Uh, many of them are already professionals operating within the healthcare system. And so, um, you know, knowing our students as well as we do, recognize that you know, your life balance is, is important your mental health, um, being able to work full-time, have a family and go to school at the same time is incredibly difficult. And yeah. so just being aware that not only are there administrative supports, but there are mental health supports. And, and I think for the most part, we do a really good job of understanding the necessity to find that balance. And that if there is ever a time where you need assistance communicate with with you know whoever you can be it administrative a tutor a faculty member we're always here to support i think i failed to mention that i'm an associate professor of microbiology and one of the things that i did for the 15 years i spent at au teaching was I actually got to meet my students in the microbiology lab oh, which yeah. is absolutely wonderful yeah, absolutely wonderful. And I got to hear a lot of, you know, a lot from students about um, their experience. Um, and so, you know, really the other deans are bang on in terms of getting in touch with people. And, and I consider my own emails that come from students as one of my highest priorities. So I think really it is about being able to reach out and, um, but also, I think, too, within completion of the courses and programs, we do provide a lot of information. I think it can be quite overwhelming. I think if you can get through some of those course manuals or some of the information that is provided to you on the course website, it's it's a little bit, it, it does, it's helpful for sure in terms of what the expectations are. But but certainly, I, I advocate for reaching out because I, we pass around in FST, we pass around notes to each other, even just when students are happy. I, I can't describe to you how happy it makes our staff to know that they've taken care and helped somebody. It, it really is why they come to work every day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and Lisa? 
And I don't want to be too repetitive, so I'm going to maybe lean into something differently. I would say absolutely take advantage of all the resources that are available to you. And it's more than just the people in your courses. And it is your wonderful academic advisors and student advisors. Uh, but also don't forget about your, your student union. That's where you get to meet some other people. Don't forget about being able to try and find ways to make connections with your fellow students. There's lots of social media avenues to make that happen. Uh, and it makes that journey a little bit less lonely. So while it's great for you to always be able to reach out to us, I think that it's also really great to be able to just vent to your peers every once in a while and, uh, you know, and have that different perspective on what's going on. So don't be shy about doing that either, please. Yeah, and thanks for the plug, Lisa. Uh, you're absolutely right. I mean, obviously, as a group, we all work very closely together. Uh, AUSU and our student leaders have opportunities throughout the year to be able to connect with all of you, uh, specifically advocating on behalf of, you know, certain program areas. But the one thing that we all have in mind is, is student success. It's about, you know, we understand that students are going to be going through difficult times. Um, it's not a matter of if, it's more of when. So when that does happen, you know, making sure that we're there. And um, so I think the one thing that, you know, we're hearing is, not only is this this opportunity to provide service, you know, from all the deans to the students, but it's also about recognizing the rest of the service opportunities within AU. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who I talk to at AU. Obviously, I'm, I'm I've got the pleasure of having the four of you on the podcast. But whether it's people from Student Financial Aid, Accessibility Services, the Information Center, um, members of the senior senior administration. It's like that's a that's a pretty common theme that everybody is just really wanting students to succeed. So I certainly appreciate that, even though that seemed repetitive. I think it just really hits home how important it really is, especially in a uh, a self-serving or uh, self-learning uh, environment that we're in. Um, the next question I've got here is is really looking at, you know, what's the What's the challenge that your faculty or programs are currently facing? And, and I'm, I'm recognizing that even, even as I'm about to, you know, kind of set the table for this, that this could be a big question. So is there something from your faculty that is a bit of a challenge right now that you can share with us? Um, yeah, I think, I hope this one, yeah, I, I think everyone will bring different answers, but I guess... Being able to go first, I would probably um, have to highlight uh, resource. We have resource challenges. Um, and certainly um, in, you know, in kind of the, the funding climate that we're in and some of the trends in higher education, um, it has been difficult to, to resource the faculties to the extent that we would like to see them resourced. Um, I spend a lot of time working to find ways to do more with less. And I think that's probably true for all faculties. Um, and so as creative as we can be, um, I would say it's it's still a challenge. And, and what concerns me about that challenge is two things, um, impacts to student services and um, employee and faculty and staff health and well-being. Um, and so it, I have to make it my mission to try to find efficiencies, but also constantly continue to create and ensure that uh, my faculty that are working 
heavily overworked. Um, many of them are are valued. Yeah, absolutely. Um, big challenges with resources. Uh, yeah, we could probably have an entire podcast on on some of these things that you've already highlighted. But I, I appreciate you bringing that forward. I think you know that might be something that the entire university could probably say. But um, from your from your faculty, I can totally see that being a challenge. You know, manager, what if we uh, came over to you? Uh, you know, do you have anything to add, sort of, under this this category of challenges within your program areas? Yes, absolutely. So, uh, pretty much in uh, the Faculty of Humanities and Social Sciences, we are tackling the same issues uh, to which Shauna spoke. So, I would say capacity and resources, and not having enough resources impacts. Um, the uh, timely delivery of our courses and from time to time the quality of the courses so we struggle to make sure our courses are relevant and open at all times so um, I would really emphasize that and uh, I, I can't help but repeat what Shauna said that we are really um, trying to offer the max with minimum capacity and this takes a toll um, on our academic and administrative staff most of the time um, and that's that's a challenge very good um lisa why don't we go over to you and then we'll we'll end with Stephen. yeah um i don't have many different challenges i would argue one of the challenges we're facing is maybe a little more human resource than budget. Uh, we launched a new program last year in Indigenous business that's developed by Indigenous scholars for Indigenous students specifically. Uh, and finding Indigenous scholars who are PhD qualified in this, in this post-secondary market is extremely difficult. So we're working really hard right now on trying to find a partnership approach rather than a competitive approach with other institutions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to help us be able to better provide those resources and those and, and that programming uh, to our Indigenous students. Very interesting. Okay. Um, Stephen. Yeah, thanks, Jody. Uh, one of the, I would say, sort of paramount student challenges that we, we have typically year over year is for clinical placements because our programs have a an experiential component of practical training within the healthcare system. And yeah, so I yeah. mentioned I mentioned earlier that there's obviously constraints uh, within the healthcare system in terms of uh, staffing um, to be able to train our students that come who are who are ready basically to enter their clinical training. Um, different provinces are now starting to close off training to non you know, residential students. Uh, so for example, Ontario or British Columbia. Uh, are limiting the amount of training within their healthcare systems to their own institutions within their own provinces. And because we have, you know, a broader mandate across the country to train nurses and psychologists, et cetera, uh, it's becoming a little bit more difficult for us. So we're looking at uh, strategies and avenues to be able to support that. So it, it's an ongoing challenge, one that we hear from at least the province, the ministry, um, and, and it's a complicated situation. So always trying to resolve that. I certainly appreciate how complex that would be. And I applaud all four of you for, you know, articulating some of the challenges that you guys are facing. And 
um, I think even as a student union, we're constantly looking at finding ways of how to better the student experience. And, um, you know, Stephen, you just highlighted a, a good one with, uh, you know, practical placements. Like, they're complicated. These are complex problems. Um, I'm glad you guys are obviously working on them because it's um, it impacts every student that goes through your program. So um, we're going to shift slightly again uh, to a new question. Uh, Lisa, I'm, I'm going to start with you. Uh, this is going to be a little bit lighter, I guess. What is your favorite aspect of working at AU in an academic leadership position? I feel like I gave you a teaser when I told you about my career path, Jody. There, I am here because of our open mission. It is yeah. what I live and breathe. That's what I'm passionate about. We get to bring education to people that wouldn't otherwise necessarily get to access it. Yeah. Uh, and that is my singular focus in everything I do day to day. And I couldn't be I couldn't be happier. It brings me so much joy in life. I love that. I love it. Um, Shauna, we're going to go over to you and then we'll go to Stephen. Oh, thanks. I. My favorite thing is 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 I love to work collaboratively and creatively with people, um, all kinds of people. And um, I absolutely love being aligned with a lot of people that are really driven to do good things. and and that's that's what I get to spend a lot of my time doing, which I really enjoy. Yeah, well, Shauna and I think a lot alike. Uh, I'm I'm the same. The the collaborative approach to work across the institution, um, frontline service to our senior leadership right now, I feel like is so well aligned to work together towards a common goal, um, and you know that that's what gets me excited. Um, you know the student experience. Um, and success is is key, and that's and that's what I love about it. Yeah, I, you know, I think a lot of the people that I've talked to in uh, at AU would probably say something very similar. I know that even one of the pillars that we have here at AUSU is collaboration, teamwork, um, and it's it's something that we uh, we also love a great deal. We we benefit a great deal from that collaboration. So. The fact that that is also incorporated into the fabric of the work you guys are doing is uh, is amazing. Um, Manajay, do you want to jump in on this one? Yes, absolutely. Thanks, Jody. So like Lisa and like many faculty members and staff members in humanities and social sciences, um, I applaud uh, AU's mission. That's uh, why many of us are here. Um, our uh, open admission mandates and the fact that every day we work to make education accessible to um, any students with interest in learning. That's for me paramount. One more point to what's yeah. uh, already been um, said is we're just about the right size here at AU. And so my colleagues, Dean colleagues here have commented on our close, closely knit um, network of deans. So we're not 20 deans, right? We are five deans working closely together and with uh, our respective faculties and um, the senior leadership team. Um, we um, 
see each other quite often in meetings, weekly, sometimes twice a week. Um, and that's really a feature, an aspect of this work environment that's really important to me and I appreciate it very much. Manaji, I also think you, uh, there is a fifth. We have the, the Dean of Graduate Studies. And yeah, um, yeah so I, I appreciate you sort of highlighting that as well. Well, Manaji, I'm just going to keep with you for the next question. Um, really just expanding a little bit on, on you as individuals. Um, if you weren't in a career in academics as a university faculty dean, what would you be doing? So it's really hard um, to think of another <laughs> career when yeah. I've been in this profession for all my life, right? Uh, basically all my adult life, even as a student, I was um, either a teaching assistant or a sessional instructor somewhere. So teaching is in my DNA, I would say. But if I were to think of any other um career, it would be the law. In fact, um, I would be a lawyer if I hadn't studied uh, for my undergraduate degree um, overseas where I come from. Um, I got admitted into law. It was the first um, uh, sort of um, area of study of my choice, but I decided not to pursue it because of the barriers women in the legal profession have in the country that I come from. So that's uh, what I would be. <laughs> Thank you. Very interesting. Very interesting. Well, and we're glad that you're here. Yeah, thanks, Jody. Um, I was hoping Manager wasn't going to say chef or own a restaurant <laughs> because um, we were at Manager's uh, house this weekend and she cooked a beautiful meal for us. And so that's that's what I would do. Um, <laughs> I would be a chef and I would own a restaurant. I, growing up to help get myself through university, I, I had a small catering business that I ran by myself um, and I enjoy cooking and entertaining. Okay, we know where the next barbecue is going to be at over at Stephen's place. So, so Steve, let's talk retirement plans. It's <laughs> I love that. Uh, let's go over to Lisa, and then we'll we'll end with uh, Shauna. Sure. Well, the first letters I could put behind my name are actually CPF, which stands for Certified Picture Framer, and that's how I paid my way through school. Uh, so early on, I always nice. thought maybe I'd open my own picture framing shop, uh, but. As life has evolved, I think I would either be running my own social enterprise or probably a not-for-profit. I've sat on lots of different boards and I've worked with Enactus teams around the country. Yeah. Uh, so, so definitely running some kind of a business that does, does good for the world. Very cool. And Shauna? It's so cool listening to everybody. And Steve, I totally thought you were going to say musician. So I'm really <laughs> going to bug you for a meal soon. <laughs> I'm not that good, Shauna. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's that's Love wonderful it. to hear everybody. And I'm totally getting pictures framed by Lisa. Um, uh, yeah, you know what, Jody? I um <clears throat> it's so hard because I'm so happy of what I'm doing, but um, I guess if I wasn't doing this, I'd probably be in the lab. Um, I really like working with my hands and I really liked that, like the journey of discovery, but I suppose, 
Um, as the other deans know, I probably am doing that because I have a lab in my house. And um, <laughs> because I'm, uh, I'm really passionate about um, natural products and health. And so I um, am always out, um, yeah, picking things and concocting things. And, and actually, I really, really, really love to be outdoors. Just opening gonna, the window. I'm going to put in a plug for Shauna's hand sanitizer. <laughs> awesome. Oh. Microbiologist certified. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and beard oil, too. Yes. <laughs> I love how diverse this is getting. <laughs> That's so good. Well, to throw everybody off, I think, you know, earlier on in my career, I was a, a golf professional, and that's probably what I would be doing if I wasn't at uh, AUSU. So, I think what it just shows you is that, you know, we've got this diverse background and all these unique facets of our lives, uh, you know, whether it's, you know, being a chef or a picture framer. So that's really cool. I really appreciate everybody being willing to kind of open the door to uh, to that side of you. Um, I've got one more question for you. And again, um, you know, just to highlight, we've, we're going to be hosting an event in September. It's going to be the Welcome Week by AUSU. Uh, it's something that the students' union uh, has really felt is important for AU students to be able to experience, and it's this this idea of a, a traditional orientation, if you will, uh, an opportunity for students to be able to to come to a session. Yes, it's over Zoom, where they can hear from the university president. You could hear from the provost. You could hear from the deans. You know, put faces with names and understand that. Athabasca is more than just a logo. It's more than just a website. And so a big part of this podcast today, and I, and I appreciate everybody's thoughts, is really just getting to know you a little bit more and understanding that there are real people behind the scenes, you know, doing some amazing work uh, to provide these uh, incredible student experiences that eventually uh, lead to, you know, an individual crossing a stage uh, at convocation. And so um, with that in mind, uh, and with this event in mind, that's really going to be focusing in on new students coming to AU. Um, I guess I just want to open the table a little bit for a piece of advice. Uh, and with the vast knowledge that we've got on the podcast today, it doesn't have to necessarily be from your program area. Um, you know, you, you are all uh, very experienced uh, in the university experience. And so what one piece of advice would you give to a new university student uh, based on all of your experience thus far in your career. And Lisa, not to put you on the spot, but I'm gonna to come to you first and then I'll go to Shauna. Um, you know, what are your thoughts when you just think of general advice for uh, for students that are just looking to start out their university career? All right, well, I'm gonna steal a piece of advice from who I would consider to be the wisest of all reef fish, uh, and that would be Dory. Uh, so my, <laughs> my piece of advice is just keep swimming. Uh, so the best it. the best degree is a done degree. Yeah. <laughs> so, it took me 15 years to finish 10 years worth of schooling and nobody ever cared if I got a D, which I did. Yeah. Um so I would just say be kind to yourself and and just keep looking forward just one step at a time. I love that. That's fantastic advice. Um Shauna, we're going to come over to you and then we'll go to Steve. Yeah, that's such awesome advice. Uh, the, yeah, the piece of advice I would give, which I've given before, um, just based on what I've learned, um, is that 
people have so many unique skills. And actually, it's funny that you're asking this question right after the question before this, because what I've noticed in a lot of people is that what they end up doing is an accumulation of many skills and talents that they have. So I really like people to really try to stay true to who they are and and do the things that they love to do, because that is really where they will shine the brightest. I love it. You guys are good at this. Okay, Stephen, you're up next. Thanks, Jody. Well, I've, I've got two main ones would be is to, you know, try and make as many friends and, and build as many relationships as you can. Um, not only with students, but with, uh, you know, faculty and, and others. Um, and, and at any point, if you feel like the, the hill is too difficult to climb, communicate with somebody. We're always here to support um, and don't be afraid. Uh, we're people too. Love that. You guys are doing really great here. Uh, Manager, you're going to finish off this question. Uh, wow. any, any advice from your side? Excellent advice thus far from my uh, fellow Dean. So I would add to the uh, great list of um, um, advice, you know, the uh, reminder not to be afraid to make mistakes. Don't let the potential of making mistakes stopping you. And don't be embarrassed to ask questions. Again, there's no such thing as uh, a silly question. And just be upfront, be yourselves, and never give up on your dreams. Thank you. You guys are good. I love this. I should have put this question up front. I should have led with this question. That's that's fantastic advice. And I, I think even from the student union, we we're constantly uh, working and and visiting with students and supporting students and. Um, really appreciate uh, the four of you taking time to come and hang out with me today. Um, you know, there's many occasions throughout a year when students need that extra support, they need that little extra help. And a lot of the times they come to us when they're just looking for answers. Maybe it's wayfinding, like just trying to navigate their way through this experience. And um, I want students to know that we throw an email over to any, ward, any one of these four individuals, Lisa, Shauna, Stephen, Manager, and I can go to Sean and be like, hey, Shauna, you know what? I've got this, I got this student situation. Um, we would love to get your guys' feedback and, you know, how can we support the student? And all four of you are, are 100% there to, to kind of get into problem solving mode and help us out. So I think sometimes one of the greatest skills we have is to escalate a student situation when it needs to be escalated. And you know, on behalf of AUSU, we just love the fact that you guys are always there to have the conversation and figure out, you know, what does this student concern need and how are we going to problem solve it? So um, the fact that you're all here today and, and had such great insight to a lot of these questions, I hope that our listeners uh, are going to get a real kick out of it. And plus also get to know who your dean is. So, I mean, if you're in the nursing program, um, there's a, a lot of uh, information that Stephen would have shared with us today that is really, really beneficial to you or, you know, whether you're in business or science, technology or humanities and social sciences, you know, I really appreciate all the feedback and, and uh, information and expertise you guys have shared with us today. So um, I guess just in closing, a, a big thank you to all four of you for hanging out with me today.
thank you so much, Jody. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks, Jody. Jody. I yeah, it's I I'm I'm yeah, I'm looking forward to hopefully the students find this helpful and it's been a real pleasure to spend this hour or so with all of you. Well, I love it. Um my name is Jody Campbell. I'm the executive director here at AUSU. It's been my absolute pleasure to host uh Shauna, Stephen, Manager, and Lisa. Uh, hopefully you've been able to get to know your dean a little bit more and understand that uh, there's a lot of great folks in behind the scenes here at AU that are that are wanting your success, that are just can't say enough about wanting to support students as they go through this experience at here at AU. So uh, thanks for all of you. And again, thanks for listening and hanging out with us today here at AUSU Open Mic. Have a good one.